Are you ready? I am. What show is this? This is the second show. Excellent. Let's do it. Okay, so where do we begin? You're listening to 17 Minutes with your hosts, LaFool and Dave. We left off last time, you were just getting ready to go uh, into depth on uh, why you think that uh, Pelosi shouldn't be the president uh, if that had become possible due to the loss of a Trump and a Pence. I think that Nancy Pelosi would have become. I don't. I didn't say I didn't think that she she should become. I said I think that she thought one a she could be impeached. You know, in other words karma if he goes out this way she might go out the same way does she believe in karma probably not so the next thought would be Pelosi didn't do it because of optics how does it look so here she puts has this big drive from this from the congress you know um speaker of the house to get rid of the president gets rid of the vice president because pence needs to go too you, if you get rid of trump and you keep pence we have lost trump is bad pence is worse the difference is that like people people didn't vote for Pence. They voted for Trump. Pence was the balance wheel. Pence was the one that had some sanity to it. Do you think that that uh if Pence had had to take over the presidency that he would have been a formidable foe or force in say these last six months? Everything would be the exact same, but not worse. Worse. Pence, Pence is a cop at heart. He comes from a cop family. So this is now having a cop in the Oval Office. That is officially the police state. The new world order has been crowned. All right. He would make a deal with China. He would say, you have Hong Kong. We'll help you what you need. And then he would be like, hey, we need help over here getting rid of these same protesters. This is what we need. So Pence would be, and understand, this is what was referred to as the New World Order. There's a lot of speculation of what it is. Just start looking up the New World Order and what China's doing. China in, China is launching the New World Order. So that's my biggest problem with Pence. Pence Pence would do, like, look at what Pence did in his, was he Illinois? Is that where he's from, or Indiana? I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, it's, I, it's one of those states. And for marijuana laws, that's the one thing I followed him on. He... I think it was a two-year jail sentence for a joint. Still in 2020? When he was there, when he was in power. Okay. I don't know what it is right there right now. I doubt it's, I doubt it's legalized. It'd be nice, but I really doubt it. He was the 50th governor of Indiana from 2013 to 2017. So I think Pence would be dangerous. Like Trump is an irrational player. Pence is just downright dark-hearted. Okay. So let's go back to the Pelosi I think Pelosi would have known the deal. Like, I can't, I, I'm not leaving Pence in there. We're getting rid of both of them. She gets rid of both of them, and then she's in there. And I think the opposite of that kind of looked bad. How so? If she's the one that's doing the driving force, she can come up with enough evidence to prove this case, and then it, it's so overwhelming, goes to the Senate, and the Senate passes it, those two are out. And then she steps up for it, and she's going to have a lot of the Republicans who are bitter and, and looking at her cross-eyed, and I think she would be concerned about her own safety. You know, so what happens if you get rid of Pelosi? Then you go to the secretary. You go to the secretary of state, which is um, Pompeo. Uh, and sadly enough, you would think, oh, how horrible we have a CIA director as the president. But we've already done that. We had Bush Sr. as the secretary, uh, as, as a DCI. And then he became POTUS. 
So as sad as it sounds, we've already done that. And to be honest with me, I, I, I think he was one of the better presidents in the past that we, we've had, you know, as far as long-term policies and how they've affected us. Yeah, you can, you can point to everything that's taken place. The militarization of the police department, that was part of his plan to pay for the Iraq war, which, by the way, he didn't, he made a profit on the war. Unlike his son, unlike everybody else that came after him to take a, a loss, he made a profit on the war. But he sold all the equipment. We brought it back to the States, most of it, not all of it. And we sold it to these military units. And that was done through um, throughout, through his, his pen. Wait, is that the military supplies that are ending up on the streets in America now? Or is that different? No, those are the ones. That, that's, that's who passed the legislation initially for it. And it, the purpose for it was to, dress, to try to figure out a way to get rid of all of this army surplus after the war ended. So some of it stayed, most of it came back. So in effect, even that president uh, set up, helped set up the smorgasbord for Trump at this point. That's when it began. But the thing is, that's not what really helped set it up. What helped set it up um, was, again, it, it has to do with, with Obama. Even Obama could have signed, signed the legislation saying, look, we're not going to, we're going to discontinue this this process you know it's come to an end but then what changed is that it it went from selling military surplus to having these companies create products just for police departments that were military grade and that got signed into legislation as as a go so the military industrial complex was happy which by the way thrived under the clinton state department and that's with obama's blessing so that's what really turned this into this. Like Obama made a lot of things worse, but I want to get back. We'll get back to that later. And the main thing is that he left all the weapons over there from the Iraq War because it saved a penny or two, rather than bringing them back here. The result was we gave them to the Iraqi Army, didn't fund them, didn't give them ammunition, and ISIS took over all that equipment. That's how ISIS got got their their weapons. And that's what we've been fighting ever since. But that has nothing to do with Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, in my book did it for those reasons, the optics and the possibility of getting, uh, well, A, getting uh, impeached, and B, getting a shot in her neck because of a heart attack. What would have made her think that she might possibly get impeached? Her own conduct. No one is so, if, if, you, if you went deep into Trump, they're going to go, the Republicans are going to go deep into her. They're going to go and take a look at everything she's done. And I mean, Pelosi's done some some bad things. Like, like her and I think her and Feinstein were connected in this last Intel thing. The big Intel dump when they got on the COVID nineteen. Feinstein goes and sells her stock. Like how, how can you not be pro, how can you not be prosecuted for that alone? That right there is insider trading. That right there is taking intelligence, congressional intelligence, and using it for your own personal profit. And I guarantee she is links with. Feinstein on that deal. They're both, one's a California senator, one's a California congressperson, and they're in cahoots together. So I think that there was just a lot of like, this is going to look really bad. Plus, I mean, if you don't have an enemy, how are you going to unite your people? They they need Trump. Trump is like, Trump is the ultimate bad guy. They've raised so much money under Trump. They want to fight him, but they don't want to get rid of him. You know, the, the, the worst thing, that the, the one thing that the Christian church will never do is get rid of the devil. You need that adversary. That's why he's still in place. Yeah, that's what, that's what my belief is. And then again, with uh, like my question is about Kamala Harris. Like she really had the power to do something. She could have made a difference. How did she have the power? She's in the Senate. She's in the Senate and she's a prosecutor. She could, like she knows it's coming to her. 
she should have started paving the way. She should have sat down with Pelosi and them behind closed doors, made a plan, like a thorough plan, put her aides on it and said, I need to, I need you to give me anything. If he farted in the wind in the wrong direction, I need to know about it. And they could have gathered tons of information. Trump, Trump is a career criminal. He can't help himself now on what he does. He's breaking the law every day, insider trading, um, stealing, corruption, you know, using his uh, the amalgamation clause. He violates that, I guarantee you, twice a day or so. You know, empowering his kids. All, all these things are crimes. And as you stack them up enough, there's going to be certain ones that they, they can't overlook. They can't overlook. You, you're going to get a conviction on something. And just like just like Lindsey Graham says when he tried to impeach, uh, when they impeached uh, Clinton the first time, he doesn't have to commit a crime. It's the appearance that matters. It's not even committing the crime. If it even appears as if he's doing something this wrong, that's reason for impeachment. But if I remember, Senator Kamala Harris was pretty vocal around the time of the impeachment. Talk, 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 talk. I want to see a little bit. If she had given me 10% of action, I wouldn't care about the talk. She should have said, we're going to get him. That's it. And she could have. Like, like Kamala Harris is brilliant. If she wanted to get him there, she could. She chose to just do whatever else i'm worried i'm not gonna worry about it right now so you know that's why i I don't want to see her for vp do you think she's even in consideration i guarantee you right at this very moment what time is it on this day at this time right now she's thinking you know what i make a damn good vp (laughs) and she's just trying to focus on biden call me call me call me call me call me call me (laughs) that's who i think failed us i mean they failed us already this isn't like where you know you can make a mistake and you can come back. This is the Super Bowl. If you fail in the Super Bowl, I I, I don't even want you around next. This is this is the World Series. If you're failing in these games, I, I don't want you on the team next year. You know this that's just too big of a loss. I'm not gonna give you the ball in that close situation anymore. I got a bunch of other players who I can trust and build teams around. Who can you trust and who would you build a team around at this point? I think Biden's horrible, of course, you know, and Biden's record speaks for himself. Like in 1988, look what was happening in 88. So this is the thing right now. Black people are going to be the fault for Biden because white people back in 1988 said this guy is just not need to be president of the United States. Even in two, even in 2008, Biden was pulling at 2 percent. And once again, back to Obama, Obama, Obama took him because he was the equivalent of Pence. Like Trump took Pence because Pence made him look stable. Biden made Trump, made Obama look stable. Why? Because Biden was a hardcore conservative. And at the time, this Obama guy, he's crazy progressive, you know, even though we know he's not. But that's why he took him. But he didn't look, he did not look hard at his record. Biden had a lot of flaws. But, you know, the powers to be says, this is your guy, We're gonna, you're going to take him. And he did. So, you know, that's why, and Obama, Biden shouldn't, Biden wasn't mentally fit to run in 1988 because of, of some, a, brain surgery that he had, some other type of surgeries that he had. I guess he shouldn't have been running then. But to run with Obama was really, Obama knew better. He knew better. But let's just move forward. Now, oh my God, he is, he's not really fit. You're supposed to be able to serve out a full term, not just two weeks or so. So we know that he's only there to, see, to suit the need of the establishment and to just push, just to get on the platform. But the question is, who's going to be their VP? That's the real thing like right now if bernie was still in the race bernie bernie would still kill trump bernie would still beat trump 
Except the only problem is Bernie would bring real change, and that's not what the that's not what Pelosi and all that were trying trying to have. What do you think's been going on? It's it, they seem to be touting a lot of work between the Sanders and the Biden campaigns, and Sanders seems to you know be playing along with that. So, what do you think's happening there? It's like if you put this team together of a bunch of badasses and you guys have these special plays and you can do all these trick things. It's like if you're on the Globetrotters back when back when the first team started and you just had trick plays and then some other sluggish team comes along and you're like, hey, you got to give all your good plays to these slugs. You're like, really? Yeah, you got to give the, you know, all the good plays. But we made these, I know, but you got to give them to them anyway. But doesn't that make the other team a better, stronger team? Um, well, what it really does is it hurts it, it in the end, it's going to hurt the show. Like if, if you're doing it for showmanship, it's going to hurt the show. But the thing is like Biden's not serious. Biden, Biden just wants to, to clinch the power. And the worst part about it, most of these conservative Republican, sorry, conservative Democrats, all the, if Biden, if this was Biden right now, that was already being, was already president right now. And all this stuff was going on against him. They wouldn't be out there fighting. They would be sitting at home. So when this happens again in 2022, the protests come up. You know, they're gonna they're gonna just tell everybody sit at home, don't go out, and it's, it, they're gonna make people go back to sleep because they they're not looking for trains. Biden's not gonna give Medicare for all. You know, Biden's not going to concern himself with reparations or with the black lives issues he's, he's not going to defund the police that's very clear he's not defending the police is he going to reform them yeah he's going to have them shoot them into the lake according to biden so it's just stuff like that i just i just don't think that biden is really what we need right now we could do so much better and we don't rather than actually i mean we need a leap of faith we need a leap into the into this new age of information how do we get that where, where does that even come from? It comes when you don't interfere. How do we get Trump? Because they interfered with the will of the people. Who they? The Democratic establishment, the DNC, uh, the CCCC, whatever that other one's called. They said, look, we're going st- to stop this. Like We know that the people want Bernie, and that's called a grassroots movement, and we do not support grassroots. Well, if you don't, who does? At, at, least, at least the Republicans said, look, the Tea Party are crazy radicals, and we're not that fond of them, but they're grassroots. We're going to leave them alone. Trump was a off the chart character. Like he wasn't supposed to win, but his base is like, look, this is our guy. It's the same thing. Bernie was there and Trump was there. And guess which one won? Trump, because the Republicans were like, you know what? And, I, and I'll say this much as, as bad as the Republicans are, they are not as corrupt as the Democrats. And that's just that's proven in things like superdelegates. That's proven in things like like these these caucuses. In the Republican Party, their vote is like one vote per person. That's it. Not like, hey, we're going to do this and we're going to change it around and we're going to manipulate it. But in the end, the DNC gets to choose whoever they want to anyway. It's it's just sad. You think that the Democratic Party would actually be about democracy, and it's not. It's about oligarchy. It's about control of power. It's about um, suppressing the people, we the people, suppressing the grassroots effort. So where are we heading to? I mean, even if Biden wins, the, the best that you can hope for, and I, I don't wish any will on, on Biden at all, but I think that they're looking to have a strong VP because Biden's going to make his first four years. It is tough. It is draining. Uh, even Trump had to give a lot of his power over to Pence. 
you know, Pence takes his intel briefly, even the Trump's supposed to. Something I want to talk about in our next episode is going to be whether or not uh, Biden's going to win and whether or not there would be a graceful acceptance of that win by the president and his base. But you've got a minute to wrap us up for today. As far as Nancy Pelosi goes, um, yeah, Nancy Pelosi would have just been part of the status quo. No big deal. She just, but she wants her longevity. She does, she wants to live to see tomorrow. You know, so Nancy Pelosi did the right thing. She doesn't want to go to jail. She doesn't want to have um, Pompeo put a needle in her neck and have her fall asleep. And so, I, obviously, she's looking out for herself, and that's why she did what, what she did. Uh, Kamala Harris could have made a difference too. Um, but and I don't I don't know what's in Kamala Harris's head. And she's she's in the Senate. She's in a good place. I look forward to seeing her there for ten or twenty years. Definitely have an answer on whether or not Biden is going to win. Excellent. Okay. Bye. We will talk about that uh, tomorrow. I'm excited.